welcome to the No Budget Independent Filmcast, where we dip into the independent film universe to highlight those little films that you might not have heard about elsewhere. Will you agree with our panel, or will our panel agree with each other? Tune in to find out. I am Milo Dennison, and with me, as always, are my excellent co-hosts, Claire Milan. Hello. And Kaho Fini. Hello. Oh, right, folks. I think that was the best in- introduction you've done ever. Was it? It's like, finally, <laughs> finally, <laughs> <laughs> only took a year and a half sounded enthusiastic and everything excellent <laughs> great you know what i'll do I'll, I'll just i'll just record that little clip and then, then i'll just reuse that over and over again <laughs> uh all right this week we are watching a film called the color of your lips or le color de tes lovres right does that sound good sounds kind of mexican your accents Oh, well, it's Spanish. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's okay. Well, anyway, that film, Color of Your Lips, sometimes spelt C-O-L-O-U-R and sometimes spelt C-O-L-O-R, depending on where you're looking at it. It's made by a writer and director named Annick Black, who is a French-Canadian, Canadian for sure, probably. And uh, the film stars Alexis Lavabruvi and... Katia and they are the two remaining people in a world that has suddenly inexplicably become unbreathable. So the film opens with uh, Alexis, who plays the diver, who is a scuba diver, he gets out of the water, he takes the scuba mask off, and suddenly he can't breathe, puts the mask back on, he can breathe again. So he realizes that the air for some reason is unbreathable. He starts, you know, wandering around with his scuba tank and trying to figure out what's going on and sees dead people on the place. And he comes across uh, a woman named, uh, played by Katya, who is a, on a oxygen tank. So she's got an oxygen mask on her face and that's how she's able to breathe. And so we follow the two of them in this world where for some reason, everybody's dead because for some reason, the, the, the air no longer is breathable. And what's going to happen to the two of them as they run out of oxygen, which they will inevitably do. So it's really interestingly done. There's no dialogue in it because they can't speak to one another. They have to communicate through gestures and actions and expressions, which is really nicely done. Uh, the locations, I think, are really nicely done. It's kind of an interesting concept of a of a short film. It definitely works, I think, as a short. I don't know. I don't see how you could turn this into a feature. But and and that and that conflict that kind of arises because at first they've got this, you know, we're the last two people together. Let's let's band together. But then, well, wait a minute, we're running out of oxygen. So, you know, is that the necessarily the best choice? So this film I watched watched it earlier, and it it really freaked me out and but it because it, it, it's just the premise of it you know but it's really clever as well and because uh, the fact he's he comes out of water he's, he was almost like I thought he was going to turn into a fish or something Do you know I thought it was something like that at the start and and it's 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 fascinating that the air we breathe like they, they need an oxygen tank and I thought that that's a fascinating premise and there's no words in this film it was all done through through the actors, you know. But one thing that stood out for me was the cinematography was phenomenal. I absolutely thought it was it was one of the best cinematography 
films I've seen in a long time and also the, the colors in it and like the color grading and the shadows and and yeah it works so well um but yeah it definitely left me with the very eerie feeling like I wouldn't be a massive fan of dystopian films but I, I actually agree with you Milo I think this could be a feature film you could turn it into that obviously more could happen in it but there were some beautiful moments in it as well and it does make you think especially because we're in COVID times we're breathing you know it is it, we you know it, it's not something we take for granted and and then you see the oxygen tanks and they're running out and there's like a love story as well there and it was yeah the fascinating fascinating premise with really beautiful really suitable cinematography for this it was really high it's a really high quality film and um really enjoyed it yes uh i was going to make that point of it the cinematography was you know, really really good uh but i only i only properly appreciated it i'd say when i watched it again i watched it a second time the first time i saw it i i, I found it a bit problematic in a way because I know, I know with films, even dystopian films, like there's a certain suspension of disbelief uh, involved. But I just, I just thought in some ways that their the characters, that their 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 behavior, their reaction, wasn't totally rational. Like for instance, the guy the scuba diver on that opening shot was really good coming out of the water. But then when he's kind of walking along the road, and he comes across the car. I just told myself, why why doesn't he take the car? You know, I can like, answer that. Go on, because you need oxygen for your engine to run. Uh, oh. it, the fuel firing to for the engine, uh, it, you can't burn without oxygen. Oh. Well, but they did. They did. They did. Sorry, use the the other car later on, didn't they? Yeah. Well, the electric car. Was that electric? Yeah, her little golf cart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have occurred to me at that moment. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, there's no oxygen, uh, you know. And actually, we don't know that there was no oxygen, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. There's just something in the air that was, yeah, yeah something exactly. in the air. Yeah. yeah. And it's like he, he's, you know, he's dragging along his trolley, wasting more oxygen. And then, like, even, even sort of when, when he meets the sort of woman and they go to town and uh, they try, you know, dial nine one one and so on. But I mean, there doesn't seem to be any attempt to find out what's happened. Like, no television, no radio, nothing. They just seem to kind of give up, you know. Let's let's go and sit on a hill, like you know. Um, I'm saying that, like, there was, as I said, like the cinematography was was really good, and and like there was some some nice little touches to it, you know, some subtleties there. For instance, when they are sitting there, like you know, he's kind of looking at these fortune cookies. And you don't actually see what they're written, but you can imagine it's something, you know, like uh, so, something good is going to happen, you know, yeah. throws it away, like ironically. And then there was kind of a nice touch when she, she sees his oxygen tank and then she kind of sees his condemn and she sort of offers her, her hers. And I, and I did like the end, you know, that kind of conflict, you know, this, first of all, they are finding each other, you know, in this moment of, this death crisis, but then the human instinct, you know, the worst part of human instinct kind of kicks in. So it's it's sort of damning and redemptive at the same time. 
it, it, it's interesting because I'm surprised neither of you mentioned this kind of weird aspect was the fact that he wore his diving goggles the whole time. I didn't occur to me. Yeah, yeah that's why I was curious if one of you were going to mention it or not, because that was an annoying, that annoyed me. Because why yeah. would he have those on the whole time? I mean, one, they're not that comfortable to wear anyways, and they're not needed, yet he kept his diving goggles on the whole time, uh, which I thought was kind of ridiculous. Well, what was he doing? Like at the start, he's coming out of the water. So what was he doing at the start? Was he looking for food? Yeah, and why did he wear why why was he wearing those diving goggles as well? That's kind of he's not of a, a net of fish, no? Did he? I don't remember. I don't remember what he was doing, but I don't know. People dive to yeah. dive. I mean, to get under the water, yeah. to see stuff. And also, like you mentioned, Carl, like I I I kind of been the same thing. Like I wouldn't necessarily have done what they did. I mean, my first thought would be like, how do I get more oxygen, right? So why not go to your local scuba shop, which clearly he would know where that is, and you know, dig out some more oxygen tanks and and fill those up, or the the hospital and you know, like that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 But instead, they're just like, oh well, we'll just sit here and wait for oxygen to run out, or even just try and get away. Like I mean, you they don't they don't know if this is a localized thing now. It seems to be something more cataclysmic because like you can see the windmills blowing, you know, there's, there's obviously a, a strong breeze. So it's not as if it's kind of a dead air and it's just kind of hanging around, you know. So uh, there, are, there is something supernatural almost, you know, about it. it I, yeah, I did like to the casting because, you know, if this were like a Hollywood type, so if this does get, if they did turn this into a feature film, Claire, you would have some like, you know, 20 year old, a uh, young, you know, hot starlet and some, you know, wannabe superstar buff dude. And so it was really kind of nice to see, like, because the woman, she's, you know, quite overweight. Uh, the guy's kind of got a bit of a nerdy look to him. Like, they're not your, like, leading act performers type thing, which which was really kind of a nice, believable, like, you could believe that she would be in an oxygen mask, you know? Yeah, I love the casting. I thought it was it was so refreshing to see this because, as you said, if it was a feature film, it would be a hot buff guy in his twenties and a really beautiful girl. Do you know, <laughs> it's but but it's yeah, these actors as well. They were they just they really inhabited the parts. Like they're they're really suitable with the parts, and, and especially because there's no words, it's all about looks. And at first, I didn't realize that they were a couple. I thought he just was going into a house and going to steal her oxygen. But I think they were husband and wife, possibly. But yeah, at first I wasn't sure. Oh, I don't think they? I don't. I didn't get that. I think I don't think they knew each other at all until they met okay. in this. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought they knew each other, um, but maybe they didn't. Yeah. I, I have a feeling they they didn't. I, I, at first I thought they did, but then I changed my mind because at the end, you know, without giving anything away, she she. He actually takes off his goggles and sees him properly for the first time, like you know. So she wanted to see what he looked like. Yeah. Um, so I get the feeling that she hadn't done it before, and that's that's that was at that point that I thought, actually, why was he wearing goggles the whole time when he didn't need to? But there was something else as well, which I kind of noticed that there was him that there was a lot of footage of the dead animals, like uh, like the you know the heads of animals and. And it was almost like a critique of, of our kind of, you know, cruelty to animals and you know, that we just, we, we kill them and then put them up as, as trophies. And uh, it was almost like this, this was 
this was our getting we were, we were getting our comeuppance you know this was the result of a, a vengeful god you know uh, doing this to us because of our treatment of animals if the, if that were the case i would have liked to see the animals living but all the humans dying yeah maybe yeah but it must have happened very suddenly because when they're at the party like it's, it's like this party it's just, there are people there who were just like you know in the middle of the party and all of a sudden they're, they're you know uh, they're not there anymore <laughs> so it, it <laughs> sorry no spoilers sorry but and even the music i love that the fact the music was still playing at the party and it was really it, that type that the, the music choice really added to that kind of eeriness dystopian feel of it it was just really added to the, the whole atmosphere of it and, the, and there was also the, the image of the statue of the Virgin Mary as well. So that was kind of like a reference to kind of religion, I suppose, you know, that, you know, where, where is God now, you know? Well, let's rate it, guys. Um, I, don't know, I don't have much more to say about it. Like, it was, for me, it did take a second look viewing to kind of get a better appreciation of it. Um and you know it it, 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 is, it is it is kind of linger, which is well, which is always a good sign. So I will I'll give it three and a half stars. So for me, what really shone was the cinematography. I mean, to, that they absolutely nailed it to the the cinematography and the, the color grading and the shadows completely captured this dystopian feel and left you with kind of a very eerie feel afterwards and also the the, the actors they cast were, were really terrific and it was refreshing to see people who weren't hollywood-esque looking on screen so for me it's a four-star film yeah yeah i mean i liked the performances especially the fact that they were able to deliver them really well while having their faces covered most of the time uh yeah the cinematography was nice the casting um I don't know, but there's just something about it that I didn't like, uh, and I can't really put my finger on what it is. And because I like dystopian films, maybe it was the fact that they didn't explain what happened that caused the the oxygen or air to be unbreathable. I don't know. So I'm gonna do a rare half star and go three and a half. Oh well, yeah. Well, there you have it, no budget film cast audience. Check out the film. As always, we throw the link into the notes so you can watch it and then let us know what you think on social media at No Budget Show on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or leave a comment in the comments below if you're one of the people watching this. And until next time, we will see you next time. I got the intro down. I, now I need to work on the outro. <laughs> Quite deflated at the end there. Yeah. Until next time, we'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs>